Welcome to Trail Tales ARP, a running podcast for every type of runner, with Sean Soban and Russell the Runner. Run wild. I love the chase and the hunt, and I set the pace when I'm running. I always take what I want, and I always give it 100. Don't need a bank, no, I'm funded. Play the game like it's nothing. I'm always thankful for something. Don't take for granted, stay humble. Now wake up! It's time to look at the enemy. Look in the mirror, if he is no friend of me. It's not working out, maybe it's the chemistry. It's time to break up so I can make a better me. Better believe in your mind, cause it's everything. You can hold shape, find almost anything. All it takes is some time and some clarity to find your identity. It's mind over everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Trail Tales ARP, a running podcast from Shelburne, Ontario, Sean Sobon, and all the way from Waterdown, we've got the Canadian Berserker, one badass dude, Noel Thompson. Noel, uh, great to have you on the show, man. We just had a bit of a chit-chat before we recorded, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you, bud. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so I, I've got a lot of questions for you because I, I think we've got quite a few things in common. I do want to pick your brain about some topics, but I get, I'm guessing from your email address, you're born in 1981. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're born in the same year, bud. So we got, <laughs> we've got that in common. We're both fathers. We both try to have that work-life balance. Um, so we're going to kind of get into that, but first off, um, Let's. I want to talk a little bit about Sulphur Springs. So you're you're trail boss for Sulphur Springs. You kind of guide people around. So can you tell us a little bit about your role in that race? For sure. I can even like I can even talk about like from the beginning on how, how it began and yeah, like how I was even in that position. Um, sure. So with that was just uh, an opportunity, uh, just putting yourself out there. If you want to, this is for anyone. If, if, if you got a dream, you know, you got a goal, it's just that you just can't sit on it. Like if anyone, if you got, if you have a vision, you, sh- you know, you got to put the work in and just, you know, put yourself out there. And, um, I shot a message out to, uh, Mario Campanelli race director, um, and just shot him a message saying, Hey, I think I could help out. Uh, I don't know if you just want to, let's uh, just have a drink. And uh, so we had a cup of coffee. I said, Hey, this is what I'm looking at doing. Um, maybe you're interested in that. We could help each other out. And um, he was excited about what, um, what my vision was for that. And what that vision was, was that me taking people out on the Sulco Springs 20 K trail course and just uh, talking trails, talking life, how to get organized for maybe even it's, it was completely directed at green runners. So whether it's 50 K, if people are running 50 K, 100 K, 50 miles, 100 miles, it was just completely aimed at, at green runners and ha- having them uh, get organized, not just uh, taking them out on, on the, the sulfur trail route. And, um, it's, uh, it's snowballed into that, did that for over three months, did a bunch of runs and helped a lot of, helped a lot of people, uh, achieve their goals in May and back in uh, 2023 here. That's, that's fantastic. So when you say, you know, you're kind of focused on green runners, you're more than just showing them the trails. You're kind of guys talking about like what kind of gear to carry, what to set up for drop bags and stuff like that as well, just to help them be successful. Yeah, totally. Like totally breaking it down where it's just like, Hey, let's not think about the total distance that we're doing. Let's just think about the day. Let's think about how you're going to start your day. Like, um, you know, whether it's just like wearing a certain pair of underwear, changing out your socks, what's, what shoes are you going to wear? Um, decompressing, detaching after each 20 K lap because, and that, and that's a, that's a bonus too, when it comes to sulfur Springs, cause you could just, you can break it, break it down mathematically. And it's just like, if you're doing the 50 K it's just like, okay, I'm doing two and a half and you can just set up a reward system where it's every time that you get up the base camp there, it's just like, okay, you know, I'll give myself a little ice bath and clean myself, clean the private parts off, you know, or give myself a little sugary treat and, uh, you know, and then get right back out there and do another lap. 
Awesome. Um, so a lot of those, a lot of those things, people might have to learn the hard way. You're kind of trying to soften the blow a little bit and, and get them prepared. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just give, giving guidance and gi- just giving little tips out there. And, um, it was, it was fun. Like I, you know, I, I was able to cut like a little bit of, bit of fun, uh, uh, promos like before the trail runs and uh, like showed like hey this is how you can be an adult and bathe yourself while being a trail runner and you know it was just hilarious like having like a little bucket with a with a, a rag and cleaning my private parts in front of people and just be like, <laughs> you know, this is how you stay away from the chief you know <laughs> it's just like polysport is your friend <laughs> yeah that's it and polysport yeah. is, is a great friend <laughs> So you, um, let me, so this year's, uh, Sulphur Springs, how many people did you help out with this one? If you have a number for um, Well, I wouldn't have, have, have the, have a number, but it was, it was a lot of people. Like it was, the funny thing is like every Saturday morning, I would just expect like, yeah, nobody's going to show up to come run. And it would just be a parking lot full of people. And just like, well, I got friends. This is cool. Let's go. You know? And, um, yeah, I think I helped a few people, you know, I've but a lot of people that said, thank you. I, I wouldn't be able to do this. And so that, that was really rewarding. It was just like, cool, you know, just to, to, help out and you know give back to the community yeah and h- help it grow it was that, good that's great i'm glad to hear that there's uh so many people involved in the sport and so many new people coming up to the sport too and it sounds like you guys are providing them a, a fantastic way to get introduced into the sport and set them up for success right. and 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 all of those things which is which is absolutely phenomenal uh let me ask you Noel, how long have you been uh, in the ultra running scene yourself I, um, my first, I started in 2018. Um, my first trail, my first trail race was, uh, in Halliburton. That okay. was my first, that was my first ever, uh, ultra run. And before I even started trail running, like I was more, uh, sprint, uh, sp- in the sprint distance, uh, trail, uh, triathlon course racing. So I had a, a really big level of fitness going into ultra running, but it was more short, short spurts, but I always had a, you know, a get after it attitude. So I, I knew, I knew about enduring, but endure, suffer and endure. And, you know, but, um, that was, uh, and I, I was hooked. I was hooked. That's awesome. So are you, you're still doing triathlons. I saw that you had posted up, you did uh, Boulder Ironman. Is that recent? <laughs> Yes, I did. Uh, I did the the Boulder Half Ironman. Uh, actually, a, a week after, I uh, I crushed uh, Sulphur Springs. Nice. Which was yes. so it's just like oh, you, know, it's good. you know, I had a, a week to recover and then uh, just um, go go out and do a triathlon out in elevation there. That's fantastic. I've got a I've got a cousin uh, who actually lives out in Boulder and she's big into triathlons and stuff like that. So she's she's always um, into that, which is fantastic. I, I, I think personally, like I love the idea of a triathlon, but the swimming part, I don't, I guess that's probably for most people a little bit scary doing that open water swim and having all those people around you. So maybe a duathlon would be a good way to start. I don't know. I'll tell you that uh, I want to bring it back to Boulder there. If you ever just want to feel lazy, go out to Boulder because everyone's just running or cycling. They're just doing whatever. It's just like, do they, do these people just do, do you ever stop moving? Like, it's just like, um, but yeah, with uh, triathlon, the open water swimming. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a, it's totally different vibes. <laughs> it's, just like, it's, um, it's, you know, it can feel like a marsh pit or what it's also nicknamed is, is the washing machine where you're just, you're just getting sucked in and like people are swimming over top of you. People are grabbing you. Yeah. You're just like, it's like, it's not my room. Like what's going on, you know? And, uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it can get pretty chaotic, especially when you're swimming, like with like, if it's a mass swim start. So you're swimming with 150 people at the same time. Yeah. You, you get, you get boxed in pretty good. Yeah. See, you just talking about that chaos just gets me sweaty right now. I'm just thinking about it, man. <laughs> I think, I think my strategy would be to like kind of hang back, let the crowd go. And then I'll just enter the water nice and easy. 
but uh, you know, swimming is so hard. There was a couple of years ago, like I was, I was having a, a good training block. I felt really fit my running and cycling and I was at my in-laws and they've got a small lake. I'm like, I'm just going to go swim, swim across the other side and back. And, you know, I was giving it a good go, but I felt like my heart was going to just pound out of my chest. It humbled me that experience of just swimming in the water. It is a different animal. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, um, you know what? I, it's been a long road with me on my process of, of swimming too. And, and, and that, that of, of just controlling your breath, it's, it's totally, di- it is totally, totally different because it's sometimes you just feel like you're suffocating and you're just like, and you're like, you feel that you have no control and then you go into this panic and then you're, you're just like left there treading water and you're like, Oh my goodness, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? And sometimes you just got to gather, gather your thoughts and just even control that lactic acid in your chest, everything. Like your arms are cramping up, your legs are cramping up. And then your, your, your whole brain is just cramping up because you're just like freaking out so much. And that's to say, when you get, I don't know, after a couple of times putting yourself through those reps, that panic chamber, it does go away. And uh, uh, with me, like with, uh, and actually a lot of people, it's like with that chaos, sometimes it's, it's more, it's, it's really actually really cathartic for a lot of people. Yeah. Just, and, um, it's, again, it's just, uh, what's, what's, what's great about fitness and everything. Again, it's just controlling, controlling that chaos and being able be able to succeed from that. There's a huge amount of self growth from that. Yeah. I, I haven't experienced anything like that, but, uh, I'm definitely going to take your word for it, but it's, it's definitely something that is very intriguing for me and something I'd like to, to try at least once in my life. Yeah. I know they have the try tries and all those types of things. So, yeah. um, you know, probably be a good way to get introduced to the sport. Cause I, I love, yeah, I love all those things. I love the water. So, I mean, seems like a great way to try it anyways. Yeah, man, I would, I would totally suggest if you, um, doing a triathlon, if you, if you want to grow and just do something different, do that, like a duathlon, like that's, that's your foot in the door. And like, you'll be like a next door neighbor to the triathlon. You'll be like, Oh, okay. I'm there. I'm almost there. You know, that's your foot in the door. But I think if you did a duathlon, you would get a definite itch to be like, yeah, I'll try it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So with, with your triathlon stuff, like the biking is probably the most expensive aspect of it with, with all the, with all the bikes and stuff. So what do you ride yourself uh, when you're competing or training? Um, I have, um, a, a TT, uh, Trek speed concept. It's, uh, all carbon fiber. Um, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Mountain Dew. So my paint job is of the Mountain Dew colors of awesome. bright green and bright green and yellow. And uh, I have it nicknamed uh, Eddie, uh, the the, uh, the mascot from Iron, Iron Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them in October in the Toronto. Awesome. It was, awesome. It was awesome. wild. Awesome. It was wild. Hoping to go back this fall. I think they're going to be back in the fall because they've got some Canadian dates up, but nothing in Toronto yet. Awesome. Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen them a handful of times there. Bruce Dickinson just slays, man. He's amazing. Oh, absolutely. I know we're digressing a bit, but yeah, he's his voice still at his age. He can still, he can still belt it out. And like, I'm a huge kiss fan. I think I've seen them five times. And then I went to my first Iron Maiden concert last year and what a difference, like the crowd was into it. Like you go to kiss concerts now and everyone's just kind of quiet and, and sitting in their chairs and nobody was sitting at the Iron Maiden concert. They didn't have chairs on the floor. It was wild. Yeah. Different. Yeah, Iron Ma- they still slay. Yeah. Um, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about your bike. We're, we're talking about your bike, Eddie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good bike. And also it's like triathlon, like, it is like a pretty privileged sport too. Cause it is really expensive, mm-hmm. you know, like you got to pay for your pool time, getting out there, the bike, you got shoes. It, it's a hard, it's a hard sport, hard sport to get into, like to start out where it, it seems overwhelming, but, um, you know, what? I like to, kind of bring it, bring it back old school too, where it's just like, you know what, if you have a mountain bike, let's do it, just do it. If you got a 
how many pair of running shoes okay let's just like, don't worry about the wetsuit let's just worry let's just be kids again and just swim bike and run and not Amen. worry about all the, not worry about the flashy stuff you know yeah yeah and you you lay it out very very clearly and distinctly there because that would be me like i i if i were to do one i'd probably just try it on my own first use my mountain bike and just you know whatever swim in swim in a pond or like set something up right and just to go and try it and like i said be kids and have fun because i think i think at the foundation of it all that's what we're doing right we're just having fun and getting outdoors and and having fun and playing right and and at the same time challenging ourselves too but you know you yeah. get up to, into the upper echelon of the sport and if you want to be competitive and all that stuff then then go ahead save up your pennies and, and get those expensive bikes and all that but it can be done with with very little it can be done with what you have right totally 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 and that's um i that's a what deters people a lot from triathlon i try and just and i try and just be like you know what i just wanted to uh an expensive bike. I, it's like I, I want something nice, and and um, you know, the, the wife she allowed me to get it. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, it's just like let's just just keep it simple and just have fun with it. At the end of the road, you know, it's just about sw- swimming, biking, running, yeah, and and just earning it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's funny though. You know what? If you are gonna drop you know, several thousand dollars on a bike, at least that's good motivation to use it to justify the purchase, right? Like, okay, I got to do as many triathlons as I can now to get my money out of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I, I, it's, it's a world I'm not too well versed in, but uh, you give me some good insight there. So let's move on here. Cause we've got a lot to talk about. So I want to talk about uh, kids of steel and your coaching with them. So you're, you're on location right now at a place where you, you do coaching, right? You're at the Y yes. Yes. at the water down YMCA. Um, and this is uh, what I call home base for the kids of steel triathlon program. Um, our, our team is called the, the hammerheads fighting koalas. And um, we got two head coach, three head coaches, I'm one of the three. Uh, the other coaches, Dave Hopton and Matt Reed. Matt Reed is the OG. He is the owner. He's the creator of the team. Um, he's been, he's done triathlon for over thirty years. He's he's an he's an awesome swim coach. Awesome. He's my one of my best friends. He's like a dad to me, older brother. It's so it's uh, he gave me the opportunity to, to rebuild this program uh, two years ago after COVID. And, uh, you know, we've, it's just been a long road with this. <laughs> it started with one kid, you know, and it's just, uh, just through consistency, stability, structure. We've uh, grown the program. We got almost 30 kids in total with the program. And it's just, you know, a, uh, uh, just keep it simple. Um, I got, I bring in my battle ropes. We, we do tug of wars. We, I bring my baseball bats just so the kids can have some freak out sessions and smash up some tires. Um, and then we'll, we'll do some triathlon stuff and just trick them into running and trick them into cycling and swimming. It's uh, it's been good, man. And, um, today is Saturday. So I'll have the kids for two hours here. Um, it's pouring rain outside today, so we won't be working outside today. We'll be heading into the gym and we'll be doing, uh, an hour strength. And then we'll head into the pool and we'll be doing some swimming drills and just, uh, do some, uh, do some other fun stuff in the pool and, uh, for another hour. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. I love how you, I love how you were. You're going to, you're going to trick them into doing some running and stuff and, and some drills. So if they don't realize they're, they're training for a purpose, right? Just make it kind of play-based or fun for them and, and they'll just excel, right? That's, to- that's totally it. So like, I'll, I'll set it up where it's like, what, what's the word? Oh my God. ADD. Can't remember. Can you please edit this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> um, It'll be like, uh, I'll set up like a boot, a boot camp for the kids where they'll like do farmer carries. 
with a um, like a circuit, like a circuit type of deal. A total circuit. Thank you. With yes, okay, we're back on track here. Thank you. The light bulb went off. The hamster's back on the wheel. <laughs> okay, so we have this like workout done at the Burlington Beach, and I'll, I'll just have this ginormous two garbage pails. And then the kids will be set up uh, into two different teams, and I'll have uh, four, four or five gallon pails, and it'll be like, okay, you guys gotta go out into the, like the lake, Lake Ontario. You gotta grab a bunch of water, and you gotta farmer carry these back, and then they'll do like human wheelbarrows. They gotta. I brought sandbags, so they'd be jumping with the sandbags, and then I got. I'll make them have to tie their ankles, and they gotta do jumping with that. It's just totally different. Like. Uh, and that's like uh, strengthening their muscles and uh, strengthening their ankles while they're playing in the sand. And they just don't even, they don't even know that, that by the end of it, after like 45 minutes of doing that, they've done a full body workout and they're like, oh my God, like they had fun, but they're like completely tired too. It's awesome. Yeah. I bet their parents yeah. love having them come home exhausted, but it's, it's great type of training too. Cause it's actually, it's like functional training, right? Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah. And that's my niche is that is uh, strength and conditioning and uh, and then uh, uh, trail range. So I, that's the the aspect that that I bring to uh, to the triathlon team. I, I'm I'm not just like I'm not at this typical tri triathlon coach per se. I'm just yeah. a just to br bring a different uh, bring a different layer to the onion. Yeah. Which is, which is fantastic. Um, so let me ask you now, we're kind of talking about training and stuff. What would be the most important aspect from, from your perspective in terms of trail running to help somebody improve? Because, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people and they're, they're prepping for, you know, maybe their first ultra marathon or stuff. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of strength training, trying to be strong and everything. It's like, you know, I, I don't know if, you know, green runners, as you put it earlier, really know what they should be training in terms of strength for, for these, uh, ultra marathons. So strength training is number one. Okay. As a, co as a coach and as, and for myself, if you ain't strength training, then you're wasting, you're wasting your time and you, you're not going to have longevity and you're not going to be happy. Your, your body's just going to break down in anything. It's just, we, we need, we need to surround everything with muscle. It's you gotta help those ligaments strengthen, those tendons strengthen, all those little muscles everywhere. So I, um, I'm big on uh, hip exercises, opening up the hips, strengthening strengthening the groinal area. Um, so I, I say green runners, young men, just uh, what I, I I like to to build the squat. So sit, sitting sitting up and down on a bench. I know it's the most basic thing, but it. You, let's build that squat. <laughs> and if you're and if you're going after a hundred miler, man, you want you want to start like what I like to do before a run. I'll just do 200, 200 sitting up and down on on a on a bench before I go go running and just act activating activating the glutes, activating the hamstrings, the quads, the calves, and like just sitting up and down and getting that stretch and you're sitting up and you're, you just flex everything. You're, you're going to trust me. You'll feel it after number 20. You'll be like, I have to do 80 more of these. Yeah. And, and, and uh, that's, that's how built, building the base there. Do you think part of the key is, is kind of like that high rep rep range to kind of build that muscular endurance? Cause you know, you could throw, throw a squat rack on and throw some weight on there and do, you know, eight to 12 reps and do that a couple of times. Is it, is it more beneficial to do kind of what you're describing where you're doing the higher rep range just kind of to help build that endurance? I know there's benefits for both, but we're talking specific for the trail running, right? Yeah. Um, I would say I like, man, you gotta, you gotta have one heavy day. So at, like a he heavy, heavy squat, heavy deadlift day. And then the others, it's just, a, just, just basics. It's body work. So just, even just having, a, even adding like a light weight too, and lo lots of reps and even uh, doing stuff backwards, jump, jumping, doing the squat and jumping backwards or walking backwards with a walking backwards with the resistance band, strengthening the, uh, the front part of the legs. 
Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people don't, uh, don't know, but, uh, doing slow work backwards is actually going to, it's going to help strengthen your knees. It's going to help, help strengthen the front of your legs too. Uh, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because you're working opposing muscle groups, right? So yeah. you kind of get that benefit. And you know, it's funny if you kind of mirror the strength training, the way you just described it to somebody's normal, like running plan, like you said, like you can equate the heavy days to like the, the track work or the speed days, right? Where you're not doing it every day, maybe once a week, twice a week. And then more of the endurance stuff is the, the bulk mm-hmm. of the training, right? So, yes. Um, it's, it's really, it's, it's an, also, it's important to take the, take those strength days and, uh, put it like a zing zing between, between those running days too. Yeah. And, uh, and like what my favorite thing was doing was, uh, having a huge heavy day and just swelling everything up. And then the next day is my long run day. And it's like, if you want to know what it's going to feel like running on tired legs, that's what it's going to feel like. Good training mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, you're like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I got, I got another question for you. Um, and you probably have a lot of good insight into this because of your triathlon background. But what are your thoughts on on doing cross training if you are training for an ultra marathon? Like, let's say hopping on a bike occasion or getting in in a swim or whatever too, on top of like strength training. That's uh, so that uh, that's like my favorite workout is the yeah. cross training, and because. As what, especially as me as a dad, and you as a dad, it's to say like this: you can take advantage of this because it's it's going to be hard to put it put in those uh, those long running days all all the time. So let's just say like we got a cross training day. My my favorite thing to do is just to hop hop on a stationary bike, pump in it for like two minutes, like on the hardest gear, out of the saddle, like as if I'm climbing, climb 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 pump 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 pump, and just build that lactic acid all all in the legs, get that huge pump, and then get out and then like and then do jumping squats, and then I'll just, I'll do that. Like like 10 times with, yeah. with that cross training. And, and that's just like, that's huge. You'll just have an after 45 minutes. You're just like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And, and you know what, that's, that's, there's a lot of science behind that too. I, I did a lot of reading a few years back on like on the benefits of hit training, which is kind of like what you're describing. And they were looking mm-hmm. at, they, they took trained athletes and they took untrained athletes. And obviously the, the benefits in the untrained athletes were larger because they don't have as much endurance, right? So you have smaller increases in the highly trained people. But anyways, they were showing that the hit training and stuff like that, they put them on a program just for that. They had uh, equal, if not better endurance as composed of people who are doing just like the long, slow stuff consistently without any sort of like hit training on there. So the, the, for people like us, like who are time crunched, there's, there's a huge benefit for that. And I end up focusing a lot of my training on that just because of, because of the time and the availability to get out there. It's not, I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's sometimes you just got to get it in. And also it just, it helps with the wear and tear. And really, oh, yeah. and, and also it's just like, like what, what are you, like what are the benefits? Like it's like I'm just gonna go for another long, long ass slot run, or like, or like, am I gonna feel better and you know build build on other stuff? Like you're building your base level on a, you're building a total different skill set, which you which you can tell, which is gonna take you and help you with your longevity. Yeah, absolutely. You know? it's, yeah, and so it's it's awesome to you know have muscle. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, come on, like, let's let's add a, let's add the push-ups, man. Because ch- you know, ch- chicks dig pecs, man. That's right. You, know? <laughs> you gotta you gotta have an upper girdle, right? You gotta you gotta build on it. It's true, though. We, yeah, we gotta we gotta break this this thing where it's just the stigma that us runners just have skinny arms, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially the cyclers, like you see Tour de France, you get all these guys, like even my buddy, like quads are massive and then the skinny upper body right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, that's funny but you know we're, we're both wrestling fans too so there's that kind of that egotistical like i gotta look good too right yeah absolutely but you know it's funny like with that endurance training too one of the one of the for myself anyways when i know i'm i'm peaking or i'm doing really well it's like if i'm going on a run i hit a hill and i just crush a hill and i'm like you know like with that high intensity stuff, it's, it's a good way to learn to 
be comfortable feeling uncomfortable, right? Cause you get your heart pounding, your lungs burning and stuff, and you can sustain that for a period of time. It's like, okay. Like, and it helps with your recovery. So I've had times where we've gone up a hill, no word of lie. I was running with two other buddies and we hit this hill and I just like crushed them. I got up there and I waited for them for like maybe 20, 30 seconds. And then I had a period where my training was, was not so great. I was busy and they destroyed me up the hill. Like it was just like, like the contrast there was crazy. Right. Cause they, they had been training and doing well. Then I was like, I was the guy at the bottom. Right. It was, yeah. it was again, pretty humbling. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> that's what, man, that's what's awesome about this. Like, and that's, you know, you can, you can do whoever you want. You can say whatever you want, but it's just like, you know, that, that hill, you know, that, that hill's the ultimate judge right there. And it just tests your character and tests you, your inner self, right? Absolutely. Cool about that's what's cool about it too, where it's just like you against the hill, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a great uh, it's a great gauge, a great humbler, and a great uh, ego booster too. I guess if you do it well. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. So what one of the topics I wanted to really definitely pick your brain about is uh, kind of like work life balance between juggling a job, juggling family and, and juggling your training as well. So, you know, for myself, bit of a background, so I'm a shift worker. I work as a paramedic and my wife is also a paramedic. So our shifts, like our, our house is crazy, right? Like a lot of times she's at work, I'm home with the kids. I'm at work. She's home with the kids. And on days we're both working, uh, my in-laws are gracious enough to, to watch the kids for us. So I, I find myself majority of my time I'm home with my kids. So I can't get out and go do a long run with the kids. I'll, a lot of times I'll try to say, Hey, you guys go on your bike. Dad is going to go for a run and I'll take them out as far as much as they can tolerate. Or what I've done in the past few years is slowly built up a home gym. So I got my treadmill, I got my stationary bike, I got my weight rack in the garage now and stuff. And, and they get in their gym with me and they'll, they'll jump on the treadmill and do stuff, which I love like seeing them kind of get incorporated with that. So that's how I kind of try to balance everything. Um, but you know, for yourself, what's your kind of secret recipe? So, um, I'll start by saying like all the parents that are listening, listening, like first off, you gotta be kind, you gotta be kind to yourself and you gotta take the time. You gotta take the opportunity and take the time for yourself to what, what I like to say is you got to water yourself. You got to let yourself grow. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard being a parent. It's hard being a shift worker, full-time job. Uh, my wife, she works at the same place as I do. Um, I work at the Ford plant. I'm an assembly line worker and we, we work opposite shift and we're raising a young man who's he, our son. He's three years old. And the grind is real. Um, really, you gotta compartmentalize it, and you just gotta be realistic. Especially with now that I'm like I'm co I'm coaching five days out of the week now, and so my 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 workouts with with me it's 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 gone on the back burner really, and it's I've I put these I put these kids and and my athlete that I've trained privately they're they're on the forefront they're on the oven I'm I'm cooking. I'm cooking that, I'm cooking that meal now, but, um, you gotta go, you just gotta, when you're at work, that your job is your work. And then you just gotta, then you gotta go in that mental approach where it's just like, all right, what's going on after work and just ha have, have your gear ready, like for, for that workout. So if I'm going to be running, it's a, now it's like, I'm going to be running with Troy. So I'm, I'm, I'm running with the stroller. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I gotta have, I'm going to have his diaper. I'm going to have his diaper ready just in case, even though I've taught him to, to take a shit in the woods. I, you know, I'm, which I'm very, 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 very proud of. He's just like, yeah, and he's just like tree squats, like a champ. It's awesome. <laughs> completely that's <laughs> a new one every time it's amazing it's so impressive um so it's it's stroller running so it's just like um i i won't be able to get any strength workout in so it's i won't be able to hit the gym so it's just like i'll be, I'll, I'll mix in push-ups and uh body squats and jumps every kilometer so I'll, I'll get that that interval hit work while do it while doing that long run with troy and then like <laughs> it's just like all right it's troy's turn and i gotta i gotta i gotta go and i gotta let him play at the park and you know flip the switch and turn it uh turn into dad mode you know, and let, yeah. let him do his thing. 
And then it's like cooking dinner and everything. Um, really, it's just, uh, you got to just look at the calendar. So I'll, I'll have my two running days. I'll take advantage of that. And uh, that'll be on the weekends. Like, so like this morning, um, it's we're, we're off work Saturday and Sunday. So I'll go for my long run first thing in the morning before anyone wakes up. Same thing on Sunday. And so uh, I got to take advantage of that. And really my long runs are 15 or 20 kilometers. And that's, uh, it's just maintenance, low mileage. And it's just, just to keep, just keep me in shape. Um, and then I'll come to the gym here before, before the kids get here and I'll, I'll, I'll hit the squat rack. Um, so again, uh, to take it out and parents, just keep it, keep it realistic. Don't be hard on yourself. Write it, write it down. What, what your workout's going to be and just pr- be prepared for that. Man, sounds like you got it uh, pretty figured out. And, and, you know, it really is that grind um, because there's so many plates to juggle with that lifestyle. It sounds like we kind of have very similar situations right now currently. Right. And uh, yeah, you know, you you gotta, you gotta be adaptable, right. You gotta be as Bruce Lee said, be like water, right. You gotta be like water, man. And, and Mm -hmm. try to fit in whatever container you have in front of you. Um, So yeah, kudos to you, man. And I guess, you know, being, being on the assembly line, you're kind of sit standing there the entire time. Is there much walking involved in your job at all or yeah, there's lots of walking, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not, it can be, it's not as labor intensive. It's just, it's just a mental grind. Yeah. That's it. You know, yeah. but it's, and I, it's, but I, I tell this to the brothers and sisters that I work with, I'm like, because we, we talk about this because it, it is a mental grind too, because a lot of people that even don't have kids, it's a mental grind just to go to the gym. So I, I'm just like, again, I tell them, I'm like, be kind to yourself and, and get excited and have, I, I say the same thing to them, just be organized, be ready and uh, be excited for the process, what, what you're going to do, you know, yeah. whether, whether it's a walk, whether it's going to be a run, you know, I kind of, whether you're going to jerk off with a 10 pound dumbbell, I don't care. Like it's just like be, be excited. I have fun with the process and just, and just kill it. You know? Yeah, no, I totally agree, it's, man. It's, 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 you, you have to look forward to it. I think that's, that's definitely helps, right? There's those days where you don't want to. And, you know, everyone says, you know, and I, I believe it, like those are the days you have to get out there and kind of do it to kind of go through that process. But when you can look forward to it, it's, uh, it makes it so much easier. Like I used to, before I built my gym at home, I was at a, a local gym here, town fitness. And I loved it, man. Like, all right, I'm going to go put my earbuds in and, and jam out to freaking like uh, motorhead or iron Maiden and just pump some weights in the gym and, and have a great time. Like that was my, Hey, I'm going out. <laughs> like that was my entertainment. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you really get to kind of look forward to those, to those moments and stuff. So, um, you couldn't have said it better. So I'm just going to shut up, but, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> You know, the, the thing, things change, especially like before it was just like the grind, the grind was like in this healing process was just like, you know, I'm, I'm working on myself and making myself better, like through health and fitness. It, it just helped, it, it helped me be, be- be better, uh, with my, with myself, helped me better with my friendship, my relationships, um, the ment- my mental health and, you know, and like just being a father to a young man and now being a coach to, to young kids here. And then, um, it, you know, it, it changed, it changes now where it's just like, Hey, I'm not building myself. Now I'm getting the opportunity to be a me- mentor to the, to the, to these people, to these young kids so that they can be the future, you know? And, and so leading by example for these kids, that that's my, that's my new vibe. It's just awesome. And there, there is days where it's just like, I just don't want to do it. You know, it's just like, I, I got the, I got my son with me. I'm going dad mode. And like, I'm, when I'm coaching the kids, it's just like, I, I'm dad mode still because I have my son with me and I'm like, I just don't want to do it sometimes. And then when they just like, it just takes one kid. They, they just go, yo, hey coach. And I'm like, I just flipped the switch and I'm like, let's go. I'm like, they showed up, they showed up. Now it's time for me to show up, you know? And it's just so rewarding where it's just like, these kids are just crushing it and they're just, they're just learning different drills. And you see, you see them killing it out on the race course when they put it all together. 
and they come to you and they're like, yo, coach, I love triathlon. I totally get the, uh, why you put us through the, through the grind. Thank you. And like, they're excited. And then like their parents are excited. And so it, it just, it's amazing just to, to feel that energy from these boys and girls and the, to get the, the thanks and the just the trust aspect from these these parents i'm, I'm tearing up right now because it's you know just uh, to get the opportunity yeah it's it, it's a, these kids it's, yeah. it's awesome that's that's such a an important aspect I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because like you said like you know your father to a young man and you want to be a good example for him and on the other side you've got 30 other kids that are looking up to you and as a coach you know, a male figure, father figure, even if you want to put it that way to these kids, the, the, when you stop to think about it, the impact you're going to have on their lives for the rest of their lives is huge. And, and I can see that you take that responsibility very seriously because you don't want to screw it up because you get one childhood, right? And I, I think back to coaches I've had over, you know, my, my life growing up, like from, from baseball coach to soccer coach to my football coach in high school and stuff like that, like they did have moments where they've, they've impacted me and, um, in a good way. Right. And so to, to be in that role for yourself is, is quite a huge responsibility. And I can see your passion there. It's incredible, man. Yeah. Thank Thank you, man. And yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. All I can say is that I'm super thankful. I'm super grateful. And yeah, I, I take a lot, a lot of pride and it's to see these kids where it's just like, you're the future, man. And they're, they're holding their fists up and they're like, they're owning it. It's, it's really exciting to see. And it's, you know, it's, and then with this program, it's not just about being an athlete too, you know, like, you don't, you don't have to be the super stud. Like we got just like Matt Reed's daughter. Like she hates triathlon. She hates it. She's like, I don't want to do this. And like, and I'm just like, well, Alyssa, like, you know, like you just don't want to be this flimsy, flimsy, whimsy thing. Like even a butterfly needs, needs muscle baby girl. And she's like, I and like so she's out there doing doing her thing but she's like she's out there crushing the workouts and she's she's coming and doing her own thing and it's just so you got those different levels where it's just like hey you don't have to just be an athlete just to do sport or just to work out you know yeah it's, and, that, it's building that team aspect and like having and then i i bring troy there too so the kids get the opportunity to show their leadership role by sh showing troy what to do too so it's kind of i i use him as, as a as a learning tool as well that's amazing man and, and i love how you know what you let these kids kind of go to the beat of their own drum if you will like everybody has those different abilities right and i we preach that to adults all the time like everybody has different abilities what's hard for you might be easy for somebody but be, you know meet people where they're at and for you to give these kids the freedom where you're not cracking the whip on them and making it um you know a torture session for them and letting them still have fun and enjoy it is is phenomenal man we need more coaches like you out there that's for sure thank you man and that, that's it you know what coaching kids and all, this, this is like just like like adults too and adults need to need to understand that too but like sometimes you know what kids are, kids are even more brave because like listen they just don't know and that's that's what's great about it. Like once you get past that, and see, a lot of adults, you know what? You just gotta get past your own insecurities and your own anxieties, because it's then you you can grow too. Where it's just like you just gotta get off the couch and just and not just do it, but like go for that walk, and you'll feel a lot better. You know, you just can't just say that. Oh, I can't do this because this, you can't just have this poopy pants mentality. Yeah. You know, you just gotta you gotta you gotta again be kind to yourself, but like just. Man, whether it's gonna be anything, and just be be proud of what you're doing. I don't, yeah. Whether it's a a walk, a five k run, you know, your fifty k, whatever it's gonna be. But don't compare yourself to others. Build other, build, build people up, and just help each other out. You know, and that's it. And don't be a fucking dick. That's it, man. Just be a good human, right? Don't yeah. be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember, you know, having that the poopy pants attitude. I remember specifically one night, it was October, it was raining outside, and I hadn't done any physical activity. I was just I was just feeling down on myself. And my wife's like, she comes up, she's like, go run. I'm like, I don't want to. She's like, 
get out the fucking door and go run. So I'm like, all right. So I got out there and I'm like crumbling and mumbling and I get out and I'm running in the rain on the road. And, and we had just moved up to Shelburne. So it was a new, kind of new for us. I wasn't so super familiar with the town, even though it's small. And I'm like, I'm just going to go. And the time I got home, I was a new man. And I thanked her for, for kicking me in the ass. Cause I was certainly going to not do it to myself. Right. So yeah. you, need, you need other people sometimes to, to push you. Right. Absolutely. You know, and especially how, okay, you, we all need that partner who's going to build us up. All right. And that, and just even doing this sport or even just working out and even just, and even in life in general, you're, you are as good as you are with the partner that you have. All right. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to have that tag in tag out uh, approach where it's just like, like if it wasn't like honestly, if it wasn't for my wife, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have this kids triathlon program where I to be successful at it or to be to be a, a coach or to be this endurance athlete that I am today. You know, if it wasn't for her to just to believe, to believe in me and just water me on that, where it's just like yeah, go go do it. Amen, man. You know? It's it's so important. Absolutely. I, I, I was going to call this segment Love and Marriage after the Married with Children Bundies because they're both 80s kids. I'm sure you grew up watching that show if your parents yeah. let you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we got it on, on the car. We're watching the TV show. Remember Dinosaurs? Yes. Yes. Not the mama. <laughs> <laughs> politically correct it's hilarious it's, it's so awesome they make, they make fun of the government they make fun of like like a vaccine stuff like it was just like oh my god this was like the in the 90s they were making fun of this stuff of all the crap that's happening today it's hilarious yeah it's funny because i actually <laughs> i actually went to revisit that show like a few months back i'm like hi because it just came into my mind I'm like i gotta check this show out and i was like oh man and then as an adult watching it it hits totally different <laughs> <laughs> like I totally didn't get this when I was younger. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. So funny. But yeah, I was going to say kind of another parallel we have is like, you know, your wife kind of, like you said, she waters you and, and motivates you to kind of make this program successful. I have the same thing with my wife. She's uh, like, she works full time as a paramedic. She's also working with this uh, uh, firefighter lifestyle magazine that's launched Um and so she's like a senior editor there and she's interviewing people like Stipe Miocic from the UFC, Steve Lemmy from Super Troopers. Like she gets to interview these people and do these cover stories on them. And it, it, it's amazing. And the whole basis of the magazine is just a, uh, uh, Corey um, is is the publisher. He's a fire captain down in St. Thomas, Ontario, and his his passion is just to kind of help firefighters live better lifestyles because they're just full of you know everyday problems like other people have, but just kind of geared towards that audience. And yeah. you know, it, it's a great passion project. And watching her kind of work on that and, and care about that, um, I was kind of motivated to to start up my own little thing, um, with my dogs. I don't know if you've kind of seen that. So I have these two dogs I love to run with. And I learned about this sport of can across where I'm running, where my dogs are pulling me on a bungee leash. It's kind of like mushing, but you're running. Right. So I'm like, I love this sport. It's made such a huge bond with me and my dogs. I got to share this with people. So I'm like, I'm going to hold a race. So I all of a sudden become this race director. I've got two races now, uh, in my area where people are running with their dogs. And it was all just kind of like, it was from that little, watching my wife and seeing her example, like, oh, I can do more than just my job. Like, this is my passion. I can do this. Right. And so it's, it's been well received so far. So it's a lot of extra work, but just the, the passion behind it and, and wanting to do more with my life. Cause you know, we mm-hmm. get, we get one, uh, one shot at this journey here. So it's like, I'm going to do this. And if it fails, it fails, but I'm at least I'm going to try and find out. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's like you said, it's important to, when our us or our partners are doing something like a side thing, and if they're they're doing something else, encouraging them, helping them with it, uh, you know, let it, let letting them roll with the punches, not beating them down and be like, oh, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, you stop, blah blah blah. I told you so, and just you know, just having this negative, that negative when you could just be like, okay, well, you did this wrong, but let's, let's dial it back. Maybe you can change it up with this, you know, or it's yeah. just like, okay, now, now what, you know, it's like, it's not like, it's just like in relationships, it's just like, well, you know, there's always going to be those hiccups where it's just like, okay, well, what? okay. You know, just oh, constantly you got to work on something. And like, you know, it's, it, I really think it's, it's important for all of us, 
you know, to have, to have that other side hustle or to focus on, on that, on that dream too. Cause you know what, that's actually going to, uh, make, that's going to make you, make you whole. Whether it's like whether it's working or doing a podcast or doing some coaching thing, man, it's just like just get after it and do it. I remember, like, dude, like when I first started doing this coaching thing, people were like, "Well, how many people do you have?" Well, that's stupid. Why are you doing it for free? Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, well, yeah, like, well, if you don't start, what, then what? And I'm like. Yeah, I'm putting the word out there. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do a free workout, show up, and I'm gonna, I'm, and then we'll we'll get after it for an hour, you know. Yeah. And it's just, and it's, and it's just like, just that consistency of just like, hey, of being there for people and showing up for others. The word gets out, and it's just like, hey, you know what? It's and it's snowballed in, into this where it's just like now I'm I'm a pri- I'm a private coach. I'm a kids coach. And I got, I got my own, I got my own things going on now. And it's just like, and I had, I had, and I had my woman by me that entire time saying, you, you can do this. You can do this differently, you know? And she, she was there to watch Troy or, or even help, help my head up when I were, I would just be head in frustration being like, this isn't working. Yeah. You know what? Cheers to her for that. And, uh, it's all the wives out there that are supporting their husbands and vice versa. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, you know, and like you said, like, you know, people are saying, Oh, that's stupid. You got nobody. You're doing it for free. It's like, well, nobody's doing this, these things for money. It's not, it's the side hustle if you want to call it that, but it's more of a, of a passion project is the way I look at it because there's, there's more to life than just your job and then your own personal training. And, and for you to be able to kind of share your gifts and your, your joy with other people, especially with kids, man, it's huge. And I think, you know, that's how you live a fulfilling life. And you kind of touched on that too. Like when I have paramedic students, I always take students from college and, you know, they have to get their clinical hours and stuff. One of the first things I tell them is, is don't make this job who you are. Like, this is your job. Do it well, care about the people you're, you're caring for, but have a life outside of here. Otherwise it's going to destroy you. That's right, man. Preach, preach, preach. Okay, that's only part of, as it is. That your job is only part of your day. That's it. Okay, and you you have to think with that mindset with anything because if you you go and you you just let that person let that be like oh this is who I am that is just gonna freaking snowball of negativity mm-hmm. and it's it's going to set you down the path where you're not going to be successful as you're not going to be successful with your health you're not going to be successful successful with your friendships your relationships and the number one relationship is with yourself because you're cheating yourself because you're saying no oh, i'm not good enough to even take care of myself it's just like hey you got you got it you got to win those inner battles sometimes and you got to establish a fuck you attitude and be like i got this you know i'm going to take control of this whether it's just 100 push-ups whether it's just going for a walk again it's just like just owning it you know yeah, absolutely 100 percent, man and these, a lot of people like, like with haters and everything these people that are that are poo-poo-pooing whatever you're doing on anything what whether you're running your 5k whether you're, you're walking whatever those, those people they're dealing with their own their own demons and they're ta- taking their insecurities their anxieties and they're just projected it onto you because they they're not happy and the, because they're not doing anything yeah or they just, you know exactly those are the dicks of the world he said don't be a dick yes. don't be like those people lift you got to lift other people up right like you know, as you hear somebody doing something great or something that's challenging, lift them up, cheer them on, man. Like whether you, whether you succeed or, or you fail at it, that doesn't really matter. It's the fact that you're trying. For sure. Right. Man, like, like, I, like with, with those guided runs that I did with Sulphur Springs, I was so, I, there was, there would be people where they were like, they were so, they had, anxi- or they told me their fears or their anxieties. 
and it, you know, they're just totally vulnerable. And I was like, listen, just break it down, man. Okay. I, we're, we're here. We're here. So the afternoon, okay. Whether it takes us four hours to finish this 20 K loop, whether it takes us three hours, listen, we're going to get it done. All right. So we'll walk the Hills. We'll shuffle our feet a bit. It's okay, man. But we're just going to work through it. And it's, it's a, and also like, it, again, running, tra- especially trail running, running those Hills, it's going to humble you. It's good. You're going to learn stuff about yourself because it's just like, well, if I can overcome this hill, you can just take, you can take that stuff, those learning skills from that and you can put it towards your everyday life. You know, yeah, absolutely. And, can, and to all those, to all the, the shit talkers and the dicks, like you know what, come run with us. You know, come run the hill, and the, and and the hill will be the ultimate judge. All right, and then you can you can go and then then we can have, start having a conversation. You're done blowing up. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the, <laughs> the funny thing is, guys like you. If you're running with those types of people, you're not going to be telling them, see, I told you, you're going to be cheering them on. Come on, man. Just go, just keep moving. Right. You're, you're going to, you're going to be there helping them up there. Let's go. That's it, man. That's it. And if you're going to die, die with your boots on. It's just like Bruce Dickinson says. <laughs> yeah, man. Or your trail shoes, I guess. Right. I, I had a question for you that came up. I'm going to ask it now. Um, you know, seeing as, as you're in a position where you're a coach and you've got these youngsters underneath your wing, do you have any uh, coaches or influences in your life growing up that kind of resonate with you to today? Um, I'd say my, my number one coach right now is my son. Awesome. All right. Okay. And, um, you know, he, he just teaches me something new about myself, about control, <laughs> just where it's just like just breaking it down um he's my number one um matt, matt reed like you know if it wasn't for like his friendship his love his support and everything not and that's just not in sport man that just in life um he is a giant layer with me um Tony, my wife you know she's my life partner that's <laughs> you know She's probably like, she's like, she, if it wasn't for her, like, I just would, I, you know, she's helped me be the whole person that I am, you know, help me be the best man, be the, uh, whatever, a better athlete, like an amazing, she gave, you know, she gave me my son and, uh, she just, she's amazing. So those, those are my big three, man. And, uh, I got a, a lot, I got a lot of, a lot of love and thanks to those to those three. Awesome, man. That's a, that's a pretty good list. That's a pretty good yeah. list. So, all right, we're going to, we're kind of, kind of get to the end of the time here. I'm not sure what time you got to go into the, into the why there, but uh, I want to talk a little bit of wrestling and have some questions for you with regards to wrestling. So because you said, you said that your wife uh, talked with Stipe, dude, I'm a huge UFC fan. So Stipe and John Jones are Say that again. Steep steeping against Jordan Jones. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that fight, man. Steeping hasn't fired in three years. I know. I know. I, I'm rooting for him though, because we've got I share uh, a Croatian heritage with him. <laughs> so yeah. I, I gotta be rooting for him. But it's uh it's gonna be an interesting fight, that's for sure. He's 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 the ultimate man. He's awesome. Yeah. Hold on for a second. I'm gonna show you the cover. I think she has a steep A magazine here. I'm just gonna show you the cover of the of the thing. Hold on one sec. Let's see. Let's see. Right now there's a second one in the pile. So there he is. Because oh, I guess That's I guess awesome. I, I didn't know this about him, but he's a firefighter. I think it was in in Cleveland. He's a, he's a full-time firefighter in Cleveland. Yeah, I, it's crazy. All American. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, good guy. He's a he's a man's man. Yeah, and and he, doesn't he hold the record of the most uh, title defenses? You know, like five defenses in a row, like successful defenses. He's he is the most successful at at heavyweight. Heavyweight, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty remarkable, man. I think that puts him uh, in the history books, Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, he he, he is a he is a, a Hall of Famer for the UFC for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
So, all right, let me ask you now, we'll, we'll break it down to, to eras. We'll go with it with the eighties, with the golden era of wrestling. Who, who are your top three guys from that era? I, I love, I love Hulk Hogan. I love Bret Hart and, uh, uh, Doink the Clown. <laughs> Doink the Clown. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He had yeah. a good, he had a good run Doink the Clown, man. Oh my God. He was awesome. And it, it was, it, you know, it's just funny too. It was like, <laughs> because of Dark Side of the Ring, but like, I remember I was like because it doinked the clown whoever that I forget the original the original doinked the clown it was like Matt something I, I think I can't remember yeah, his name Matt, yeah but he was the reason why I I it was, he was in the newspaper and I, I learned about drugs for the first time because I hit him and I'm like, what, what are drugs that I'm just like oh, no. oh, boy. <laughs> not I was doing drugs when I was like eight years old back then but i was just like what's so that anyway, yeah. yeah i think it was matt Bourne. i think matt Bourne was in the yeah, dude he's nuts he's yeah. insane crazy but- yeah <laughs> I, I definitely have hulk hogan and bret hart i think when people ask me who my favorite guy is of all time i put bret hart up there i think just because when he cut a promo and, and the stuff he was doing in the 90s when he was champ man he was believable like i thought he was like legit pissed off at people and his his ring work was amazing so Hulk Hogan's obviously up there and he was actually like the prime time eighties Hogan, like, you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, all that, that stuck with me through my life. And I still kind of have that mentality to today, right. To kind of, kind of be that good guy and kind of stand up and against, uh, you know, all the bad Man, things that are happening. I, I remember crying as a kid when, uh, him and Andre were going to fight and they, I just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. and it's just—it's awesome. Like I, 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 my son and I, like we we watch wrestling. We're um, um, it's we watch more uh, AEW. Um, just dude, Raw, Raw is way too long. Two hours. Yeah. And, and it's I so mean, scripted and, and too. Like three hours. Yeah. It seems like yeah. they give, they give the guys a lot more leeway in the AEW. And like you said, it's kind of throwback to the old stuff that we used to watch right. where they can make it more, uh, more believable even with their promos and stuff. Right. With yeah, personality. Like the bloodline like blood storyline. Incredible. It's the best. It's that stuff going like Paul Heyman. Yeah. They, they, all, all those guys, they all deserve Emmys. Like it's incredible. That, that is like some soap opera drama. The best. Um, but, uh, Wednesday night is, it's like father and son night where it's just like, we're, we're watching dynamite. It's pizza night. And we're, you know, we're just, we're throwing each other on this ginormous sandbag that we have watching TV. Nice. That's control. Like it's just like I'll just be watching and all of a sudden I'm just getting a, this ginormous cyber truck smashed across my head for no reason. I'm just sorry. I'm just laughing at me. Oh man, that's I'm awesome. Like, I'm like, oh, gee, I brought that upon myself, I guess. What's so, uh, we're, we're, we're big dynamite fans. Nice. What's okay. I got to ask, cause I do this with my kids. What's your favorite wrestling move to do on Troy? Powerbomb. <laughs> you powerbomb. That's awesome. I, li- I like to go with the razor's edge when we're in the pool in the backyard. I get them right up there and just razor's edge right down into the water. Yeah. It's awesome. Man. Awesome. <laughs> powerbomb and, and chokeslam. Yeah. Oh, chokeslam is great. I taught my son to perfect the DDT. I let him give me the DDT off the stairs into the pool. I was like, but yeah. you got you got to slap the back. That's the key. You got to you got to do the slap and drop me down. Wicked. Yeah. All right. So let's real quick. Uh, I guess the attitude error. Who were your favorite guys there? Oh, that was Stone, pretty cool. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the best. I still remember uh, Vince McMahon getting hit in the head with a fucking pit, with a <laughs> piss pot in the hospital. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's incredible. Like, trying to make Vince McMahon feel better with Sako. Uh, you know. Uh, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> like we'll never have it again. Generation X going blackface. Um, yeah. It's just like, and then The Rock just putting the best promos ever, making fun of everyone. So good. Like, you know, man, Attitude Era was the best. And it was. 
like thank you thank you for youtube where we're, we're able to still share that we can still share that piece of history with people absolutely man it's so good so what did you what did you think of the monday night wars with uh, wcw i was i was huge on goldberg man that guy got me jacked up when he was coming out it was awesome to watch him it's all the struggles today because you know you, you got the digital recording now you know, always flip-flopping every single time from match to match. You never knew. Like, the kids today will not know the struggle that you and I had to go through on I know. Monday, Monday, Monday Night Raw roars with uh, Nitro. Oh, I know. It was crazy, man. It was it was a good time to be a wrestling fan. But uh, It was so good. Wrestling is fun no matter what, I guess. You just got to enjoy it. And uh, it's a great thing to share with the kids, man. So, Noel, man, it's been awesome chatting with you. I want to thank you. And hopefully we can do this again sometime in the future. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for this opportunity. What a wicked, beautiful conversation we had. Yeah, so. I'd love to do it again. And I'll leave you with, with our catchphrase here. That is to run wild, my friend. Are you going to be running sulfur next year? Oh, I don't know, man. Right now I'm laid up with a, with a torn groin. I got six weeks still to recover before I can do much. Uh, yeah, brutal, it's brutal, killing brutal. me. First, first time I've had like a real legit injury. So uh, we'll see, man. But with, you know, I, I haven't, I've only ever done one ultra in the past. It was a 50 K that I kind of designed myself, but uh, mm -hmm. so I'll probably have to come in and get some education from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be back there with the Sanford team. It's going to be bigger, better, stronger, even like it's even more fun this year. And um, I just I thank those race directors for believing me and uh, giving me the opportunity just to help others and just help keep on building this trail running community, you know? Awesome. Well, you know so, what? I'm going to do everything in my power to be out there next year. We'll keep in touch. You let me know and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, man, even if you just want to come out and chill at base camp and have a beer, I'm good for that, you know? Sweet, man. Sounds good. You know, thanks for spreading the word, and uh, thank you for this opportunity to talk, and uh, that's it, man. Have an awesome, awesome weekend, and um, cheers. Awesome. You too, man. Run wild, bud. And that's a wrap on this episode of Trail Tales ARP, a running podcast from Sean Sobon and Russell the Runner. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at trail underscore tales underscore ARP. Check out our YouTube channel at Trail Tales ARP. And you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Catch you next time. Run wild.